Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of the ISI Life podcast. I am super excited to bring this interview with Anton Kresik. He's a good friend of mine, one that we used to play a lot of golf back in the day. He started this awesome company called Seven Weeks Coffee, which we'll get into here in a second and sharing his story about how he started the company and uses uh, his faith to guide his decisions. So iron sharpens iron comes from Proverbs 27, 17 as iron sharpens iron. So one man sharpens another. And what we're trying to do with the podcast here is capture awesome stories from people who are doing things that incorporate our five Fs, faith, family, faculty, finance, and fitness. And instead of those being you know different parts of the wheel, how can you put faith at the center of what you're doing and help it explode and empower those other areas of your life? And now, I think Anton's story today will, will be a testament to that as well. So uh, this podcast too, also another you know great uh, verse that we talk about a lot is Ecclesiastes 10.10. If the iron is blunt and one does not sharpen the edge, he must use more strength, but wisdom helps one to succeed. So hopefully you can pick up some wisdom, pick up some nuggets from this interview with Anton and maybe take something away that can help you sharpen your own edge um, in this season of your life. So for other things, uh, all of our materials, resources, things that can help you stay sharp are at the ISILife.com. All of, there's a bunch of free resources, uh, free downloads that you might find helpful, all of the links to the past podcasts, the upcoming retreats that we're doing. We do uh, two retreats, one in the spring, one in the fall in Cleveland and Columbus, and also down in Nashville. And we're also discussing starting some new chapters as people feel led to do that. So everything's at the ISILife.com and um, hopefully it's a, it's a a resource and hopefully this ministry is something that blesses you and your family. So without further ado, let's get to this conversation with Anton. All right, Anton, good to have you with us on the ISI Life Podcast. Thanks for joining, buddy. Uh, Nick, thanks for having me. Happy to be here. Dude, I am pumped. Um, one, because I love coffee, but I love what you're doing. <laughs> and I'm excited to, for you to share a little bit about who you are and then, you know, your awesome business and I think ministry that you have started and so tell us a little bit about who you are, your upbringing, and your you know background, and kind of bring us up to current state, what you're up to. Yeah, thanks for having me again. Um, so to just give you a little background, I'm 26 years old, and for your audiences doesn't know, um, we knew each yeah. other growing up in the Cleveland, Ohio area. That's where I'm from. Yeah. Um, grew up there, played played a lot of golf. That's how we met Nick. And um, yeah. um, I did that for mostly my whole life and played college golf, and then I ended up hurting my back, which pivoted um you know, kind of my trajectory of what I thought I'd be doing. Um, and it's kind of funny. You look back and you kind of see how God's hand redirects your life. That's exactly what happened. So, um, got injured, um, senior year of college around there and knew I couldn't play golf. So I hung that up and I didn't know what I wanted to do or where I wanted to go, but I always loved the political process. And so that's, I ended up here down in DC and that's where I live now. Um, I worked in political fundraising for a few years and then I started seven weeks coffee. It's awesome. So awesome. Mm -hmm. So tell us the, like the, the premise of, of the business, um, yeah. kind of like how you, cause I think it's, you know, one of the things that we talk about, we talk about the big five was your faith, family, faculty, finance, and fitness, and always looking for ways for people to talk about, you know, how do you incorporate your faith in your work, in your faculty and mm -hmm. in your decision-making process? So tell us a little bit about, you know, the journey of like starting seven weeks and how, you know, how the faith component played into that. Yeah. Um, you know, it's funny looking back, I think it was probably a three year journey that ended up how the seven weeks got started. Um, seven weeks coffee. So your audience can know is a pro-life coffee company with a simple mission, have a tangible impact supporting life-saving services at pregnancy care centers. Um, 
well before I even had the idea for seven weeks coffee, um, I got to visit a pregnancy care center and I was very moved by what they do. Um, the mission they serve, um, they are, you know, literally helping save lives. They donated over $270 million in services every year. They never charge for anything. Um, and they're often underfunded and understaffed, rely on volunteers and, and donations. So years ago, I was really moved by that. Um, and that's kind of, uh, how Seven Weeks Coffee got its, you know, defined mission. But um, working in politics definitely um, gave me some perspective on, um, you know, business and and life. And one being that um, it's important to always lead with our values, and it's easy to to just say, you know, what you stand for versus um, actually show it in your actions. So Seven mm-hmm. Weeks Coffee, when I had this idea, I was like, we you know. I, it's, I want to stand for the pro-life mission, but not just say that I want to like try to have an impact in advancing the pro-life movement. And so that's where the idea of like donate 10% of every sale, which I thought would just be like, you know, kind of like the biblical thing of tithing almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, I didn't really have any, you know, long-term vision of it, except the idea of like, it'd be great to sell some coffee and donate 10% of these sales to our local center. Yeah. That's awesome. And it's not just like, I'll just go and say it's, it's amazing coffee. It's not just like, you're not just like getting like, you know, cheap coffee and donating 10%. I would say it's, it's unbelievable. Um, I mean, the way that you are so selective about, you know, how you pick it and mm-hmm. you know, how you, how you source it and, and everything. And so I just want to mention that too. I think it's like an amazing product I appreciate uh, as well that. as actually doing, you know, doing good along the way too. Yeah. It's funny when I had the idea of like, okay, I want to start a pro-life coffee company. Um, and so your audience knows at seven weeks, a baby is the size of a coffee bean. That's how we get our name. Uh, at the same yeah. time, a heartbeat's detected under ultrasound. So that's why we call it seven weeks coffee. But I was like, you know, it's going to be important to actually have a good product because people are going to, you know, buy it once because they want to support the mission. But I want them to come back and buy it again because we have a we have a great product. And so that was really important from the get-go. So we we partnered with an amazing supplier and we, we sourced some of the best coffee. So it's far better than any of your Starbucks coffees out there. Yeah, yeah, it's super good. Um, I love it. And I love that you're, you know, staying true to the mission. You know, you were, what I really liked is you were, you know, firsthand mm-hmm. in, a, you know, in and around these pregnancy centers and you felt called and moved to do something and you felt that nudge. And I feel like that's the important thing. Like when God's talking to you, oftentimes it's like, maybe it's like a, you know, two by four in the face. And sometimes it's just like a subtle, yeah. you know, subtle little nudge, but, um, you know, you felt the, the encouragement to actually go and, and do this and, yeah. and make a difference and, in, in the lives of so many people. So, mm-hmm. and it's, awesome. and it's, it was, it's so interesting when I had the idea. So it's almost a year old. I had this idea September of 2021. So last year, it was funny. It was two weeks mm-hmm. after I got married, I came home and told my wife, Hey, I have this idea for a company. <laughs> and she's like, what? <laughs> we just got married. You know, let's like, yeah. just try to get used to, you know, marriage, married life and stuff like that. And, um, but it was totally like a God moment where I just, I just, you know, the lightning bolt hit me of this idea for mm-hmm. a pro-life coffee company. And it was, um, something that I'll never forget that I was doing some research on different business ideas. And I, you know, I kept seeing that there was this huge need in like the Christian community and even more on the conservative side to have businesses around our values. Cause it's really hard to find that these days. Mm-hmm. Um, and coffee is a great way to tell a story and share a mission. So I was like, what about, you know, the pro-life movement? Cause that was something that was really important to me and mm-hmm. obviously is. And I looked up pro-life coffee company and there was nothing there. 
So <laughs> I was like, wow, like there, that's something that could, you know, be there and, you know, be a, a, a place where people can use it to, you know, share a pro-life mm-hmm. message. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's awesome. And then you just, I mean, two weeks in after being married, start a new business mm-hmm. and, you know, it seems like it's been blessed, you know, like in terms of growing and making an impact on all these different pregnancy centers. Um, how many are you working with right now? Yeah. I mean, it's definitely grown beyond the wildest dreams. So right now we have over 250 centers um, signed up that receive funding from us. We've raised nearly $50,000 for them. Um, and it really just, you know, took off from, from day one. And it's, it's, I remember that first day, I remember like having an idea you know, investing a little bit of my money, which I thought was like a really big risk and just praying like, Lord, I just want to sell coffee and we can support our (laughs) local center. That'd be, that'd be awesome. This is like no customers. You know, like this is like earlier, right when we're launching and, um, you know, God totally directed the steps every, he still does every single day to where now we have centers from all over the country that receive funding from us. Um, and we're continuing to sell coffee and it's growing, you know, word of mouth, but, um, we're just trying to stay true to that mission of let's just keep donating 10% of every sale. Use this as a ministry tool really for pregnancy centers. Yeah. Well, I love it. Cause I mean, honestly, as I was sharing with you and you were, you know, over our place, um, a little bit ago over Thanksgiving, you know, just, um, the, I mean, honestly, when I buy coffee, I just, you know, there's different coffees I like, mm-hmm. but there's no meaning behind that choice. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just that happens to be the coffee that Nancy and I buy and to, I guess to change the habit be to be more intentional, like to know, hey, I'm going to spend money on coffee. I'm either going to spend it on this coffee or this coffee over here, but this one has this greater purpose that's actually impacting lives and is more in line with my personal values. You know, I, I've honestly never really thought about that from like some of the stuff that's in our pantry or in our refrigerator. So mm-hmm. um, I appreciate the just the mindset shift that you provided to us. No, I appreciate that. Yeah, it, it's that's exactly the kind of what we're proposing to people who are who are pro-life we're saying we're not asking for donations we're saying if you drink coffee would you consider using us and mm-hmm. we ask a simple question will you let your coffee serve a greater purpose yeah it's awesome very cool so uh any any other uh, what's what do you see as like the year ahead 2023 or beyond with with the mission and what you know what you see got calling you to do with the business yeah i mean obviously this year's definitely open my perspective of what, you know, God can do with this. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, I left my full-time job in fundraising to do this full-time since May. So this is definitely my foreseeable future. Um, you know, I think it's just, it's just going to continue to be focusing on our mission, which is to support more pregnancy centers, hopefully sign Mm -hmm. up a lot more. I mean, there's over 3000 centers across the nation. So we have a, you know, a lot more that we, we think we can support. Mm -hmm. Um, and just continue to be a voice for them. I think there's a lot of advocacy work that we're actually able to do, which is kind of share the stories of, of centers um, mm-hmm. and the work they do. Um, it's truly amazing the resources they provide. So I think building out this, you know, advocacy of it, like, you know, we're, we are truly mm-hmm. a pro-abundant life, the pro-life movement, and share that yeah. with 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 people. I love that, man. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, um, you got us hooked, and I uh, I hope that you know anyone listening to this will consider giving it a try. And I think you mentioned that there's a, or maybe we could put it in the show notes. There's some you know, code that we can put for the ISI audience if they want to give the coffee a try and support the mission. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, obviously anyone can try it. Sevenweekscoffee.com. It's all spelled out, and code seven gives you ten percent off your first order. And um, yeah, it's it's a great product, and um, we'd love to have more people join our mission. Absolutely. 
Yeah. So seven spelled out like the, the number yep. spelled out. All spelled out. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Well, man, I love it when someone's doing something that they feel uh, called to do and they're listening to, you know, God's spirit just kind of speaking into them and, and calling them to, to take action and not just sit on the sidelines. So I commend you and, you know, for, you know, not taking the easy path and, you know, leaving your full-time job and, you know, into your first year of marriage and, mm-hmm. and doing something that's going to be, you know, more significant, um, you know, in the long run than maybe any other choice that, you know, you maybe could have been doing from a career perspective. So good job. I appreciate it. Yeah. There's been a lot of, a lot of lesson learns about that. And it's truly kind of just, you know, it, it's the cliche of trusting God, but it's walking that out daily. But, um, I've definitely seen him answer every step of the way of, um, you know, from the company and how we should continue to manage it and steward it and to taking care of, um, you know, our family, he's, he's provided every step and it's, it's something you, you, you know, in your head, but you don't experience it till you actually test it too. Mm. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta take the, like the Indiana Jones that, you know, image where he's like taking that leap of faith, like taking the step and, Oh, absolutely. You know, you know illuminate the, the bridge for you as you go. I, so. That's absolutely what happened. <laughs> It's hard though. I mean, it's hard to do that because you, you know, you you do have this faith. I know your faith is so strong. I mean, I know you. I've known you for a long time. I know it's there, but it's it's different to live it out than just to like believe it or to, you know, to say it. It's one thing to do it, like you said. It's one mm-hmm. thing to actually like live it out and trust that God will provide. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, it it's funny. It's like your tendency is always to rely on yourself and to to figure it out on your own or strive, especially in business. And you know, when you're trying to grow a business or manage the business, there's this part of you that wants to just, you know, take hold and, you know, force Mm -hmm. things to happen. And that's something I've had to learn throughout this, you know, last year is when you feel rushed or you feel stressed or you want to, you know, see something change, like put that to the side a second and just lift it up in prayer or, or just pause, you know, something in your heart so you can refocus that your ultimate mission is to honor God and, you know, be a steward of what he's given you. And sometimes his plans are, are not our plans and that's definitely okay. But it, when you do that, it puts things in perspective and back, you know, in the right order. Yeah. Well, if we, uh, I think you just dropped the mic on it right there, buddy. <laughs> Appreciate that. That's awesome, man. I, I mean, at, at 26 too, I mean, your, your head is, is screwed on straight and um, your heart's in the right place. So I just know that God's going to bless it and that's going to do, he's going to do amazing things through you and the story. And I feel like you're, you're literally just getting going. I so. appreciate that. One day at a time. Awesome. Yeah. So the couple of questions I just ask everybody as we, as we kind of wrap up, but um, I like talking about joy and like, mm-hmm. you know, what lights people up, but for you, what brings you uh, the most joy other than beating your brother in golf? <laughs> that's always a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> what brings me the most joy? It's truly relationships um, with people. I mean, the, the coffee company and what what it does is it's a blessing to centers and and that brings me so much joy is is seeing you know the responses from pregnancy centers of you know how this money is being used to help save lives um, so it's that relational piece where you mm-hmm. get to meet people like from all over the country who are in small parts it's like you know we met a center and um, Jasper, Georgia and, um, you know, small center that are just doing amazing work. And, you know, I got Mm -hmm. to meet the center director and what she's doing and, um, exchange a few emails. And it's just truly heartwarming to see all these amazing faithful people all over the country, um, you know, helping save lives. And it brings me a ton of joy to just, um, 
support them and, and be a part of, you know, their story. Yeah. That's so cool. I think, isn't it so cool that like you would have never met those people? No. Like, yeah. Jasper, right? Yeah. Like, you weren't, you know, through business, like the opportunity to, to form these new relationships, get to know these people. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's funny how, you know, where this, where something like this can take you. Cause if, I'd never thought the people I'd get to meet and, you know, the stories mm-hmm. I'd get to hear and stuff like that. But yeah, joy. It's funny. Like when I think of what brings me the most joy, I think it's just centered around relationships. The quality of our relationships and the people in our lives dictate, you know, the joy yeah. we have. Yeah. Yeah. If you were just like day trading online and made, you know, a mm-hmm. hundred million dollars a year, you'd have a lot of money, but you probably wouldn't have the joy of that you experience by, you know, being around people. Yeah, absolutely. So it's awesome. Very cool. Uh, what's like, you know, maybe a top book or one that you're reading now or one that uh, really has been impactful to you? Yeah. So there's one um, that comes to mind. It's Stillness by Ryan Holiday. I don't know if you heard of that author. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I read awesome. that um, not too long ago. Then I actually gave it to my wife, Krista, and she's reading it right now. And that whole book about stillness, he's not a Christian author, but there's so many Christian overtones to it. Um, the idea of like, you know, quieting yourself and never. Um, being in a hurry. I think it's, I don't know who said it, but mm. the the biggest, you know, detriment to a Christian life is the hurried person. So yeah. the idea yeah. of like slowing yourself down is such so needed today. It's like we're always moving so fast. We don't reflect. We don't um think. We mm. just kind of react to things. Um so that stillness yeah. by Ryan Holiday is a great book. I totally recommend it. It kind of takes you through a you know a bunch of different stories and snapshots of people and and things and tons of life lessons you can pull out of there and as a christian it's like you kind of see like the conclusion of every this of like yes this is like what faith is about this is what like Mm -hmm. you know worship is about this is what you know meditating on scripture is about he obviously doesn't have that conclusion in there but for as a christian you kind of can take all those um lessons and apply them to to your own life i love that Yeah. yeah the um the last interview we i just did was with a guy, um, Raphael, and he was talking about just being able to like listen and be still so you can hear God's voice, mm-hmm. you know, because we're, we're so busy with like filling, you know, the plate or reading the plan, being active and not just like still. Um, so I think the, I think the universe is talking to me. God's talking to me. I need to slow down. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. It's, uh, it's like Sabbath. I, someone was telling me about like what Sabbath is like from like mm. an Eastern perspective and like, yeah. God created Sabbath, which is literally like rest. Like it means to, to, to literally stop your, you know, your life once day a week and slow down and, you know, refocus it on God. And that's like the idea of Sabbath. And yeah. I think we miss that in, in today's society. And even as a Christian, Christians, we miss that. Cause I know I miss it in the sense of where I just, on Sunday, I got a list of things I want to do. And, you know, church is an hour of it and I'm back to being mm-hmm. busy. But the idea of like, Sabbath and rest kind of parallels to stillness of just stop for a second, stop that one day to, to orient your heart, you know, physically slow yourself down. And it's, it's difficult to do, but you know, God's first commandment is, is talks about, um, you know, in Genesis, he rested. It's like, that's mm-hmm. a lesson to learn from that. It's awesome, man. Especially, you know, heading into maybe the holiday season, Christmas, New Year's, yeah. you know, just making sure you're actually taking time or in just on a regular, it's funny because that's, that's part of why we do the retreats. I mean, that's, that's one of the main things is, um, mm-hmm. is to, is to literally stop, like to, to be still to, and you know, in the, in the 24 hour retreats that we do, it was, to, you know, so you can get away and, and to pull away from, 
you know, everyday life and busyness and to do's and meetings and whatever, all the responsibilities we all have. And just to say, I'm going to spend 24 hours here listening to God's voice, mm-hmm. you know, being, um, around other like-minded people, but also like, you know, we build intentional quiet time, like downtime, quiet mm-hmm. time into the retreat. So you can go sit, you know, in the woods or on a bench or in your room, wherever, and just really just try to have that quiet time, have that stillness because it's so important. And if we don't, we're not as great as like at carving the time out on an intentional basis. So yeah, it's part of why we said, well, if we, if we put on a 24 hour retreat, it'll be a good excuse for guys to <laughs> at least be still, you know, mm-hmm. in the spring and the fall for 24 hours. I think I need to come to one of those. That sounds yeah. totally needed. <laughs> I think you should be the, we should definitely have you as the official coffee sponsor at all of our, uh, all of our retreats that'd be wonderful we should do that yeah for sure awesome what about a a life verse is there one that uh, maybe like right now is front and center for you at this stage in your life or one that you know maybe has stuck with you for many years yeah um i've always loved verses in the bible that kind of speak towards the mind um Mm. and the the kind of the parallels of you know where our focus is and so Mm -hmm. one that um i've always loved is psalm 16 8 says, I keep my eyes always on the Lord with him at my right hand. I will not be shaken. And so to me, it's like this imagery of keeping our eyes on the, on the Lord, meaning our focus in a sense. Um, and I love that because I think a lot of, you know, worry and anxiety in life comes through misguided, you know, attention and where we're putting our focus. So when we focus on God, we can really um, walk in a lot more peace and, 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 and faith versus, focusing on the world or our problems or, you know, the daily life that we all have that's stressful and chaotic. Um, and then kind of like trusting in the promise that, you know, he's always with us. Yeah. That's awesome. I Mm -hmm. love that. It's a good verse. Yeah, for sure. Um, I always love talking to like fellow golfers or something about the, uh, the mental game. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) This is probably where it comes from. (laughs) You know, like, cause it's such a, such a mental sport and that's where we met was early was Camp Utopia, the golf, mm-hmm. but you know, that, that's a great verse. I mean, to carry into life on the golf course, wherever. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's funny when I grew up golfing, I used to be, you know, have terrible like nerves and anxiety and yeah. it was probably my weakest point. And then actually Camp Utopia was a big help to me cause I learned that, you know, where we put our focus, you know, not only spiritually, obviously, but you know, when you're playing a sport is very important and, mm-hmm. um, it's kind of a cool, it's kind of taught me a lot of lessons actually to take into, you know, the business area of, um, you know, where we put our focus because there's a lot of stressful things that, that come up, um, when you're trying yeah. to any, in any, in any work oh, or yeah. business. So, yeah. Yeah. And as you guys transition to, you know, future life married and yeah. if you're blessed with children, I mean, just gonna, it just keeps going, you know, business and, and responsibilities, children, um, you know, golf, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, those are great great verses to keep in mind, keep you focused on the right things. And you know, that there's no need to be shaken if God's with you. I love that. Absolutely. Awesome. Anton, well, would you close us down in a word of prayer? Sure. Absolutely. Awesome. Um, dear Lord, just thank you for, um, this time together to chat with Nick and share a little bit about seven weeks coffee. I'm just grateful for this opportunity. We just pray your blessing over, uh, Nick's ministry. Um, and Lord, that you would just be, you'd be there for him with, um, all his retreats and everything and that you would just also be there to guide seven weeks coffee and this pro-life coffee mission um we just give you thanks in jesus name amen amen i hope you enjoyed uh, that brief conversation with anton it's so awesome to see a young man following 
uh, you know, God's calling for his life and taking action on it, using his gifts and resources and experiences and, you know, where, where he, where he is uniquely in his life to make a difference, um, in, in the lives of so many. I just think, you know, in his first year, he's doing an amazing job and his heart's in the right place. So a couple of things that set out to me, um, one is please support his organization, his company, sevenweekscoffee.com. You can use the code seven for a discount on your purchase and you can set up a one-time or like we do a recurring order. So it just kind of comes to you on whatever cadence you drink coffee. So, um, you know, just bringing your coffee meeting, that was one of the, my takeaways was, you know, I don't, like I said, I don't put much thought into, you know, what we, what we buy from like a meaning standpoint, we think about more of healthy foods in our house, but not so much the meaning. So I love that I can connect those two and not know that I'm not only getting amazing coffee, but actually it means something is helping somebody somewhere, um, is, is awesome. Uh, the other thing I love the, uh, the quote that he shared, um, Psalm 16, eight, I know the Lord is always with me. I will not be shaken for he is right beside me. I mean, just so much power in that and so much confidence that they can give you and trust and peace and, and give you exactly what you need maybe when you are feel like you're about to be shaken. Just know that the Lord is always with you and um, he's right beside you. I love that. Love what Anton's doing. Um, he's an inspiration and hopefully we can you know continue to support him through the ISI community. So um, just as we close up, um, just thanks for listening in. Hopefully this interview was helpful to you in some way, shape, or form. Like I mentioned, all of the resources and other podcasts and the show notes for this conversation can all be at theisilife.com. And I uh, hope to see you at a future retreat here in 2023. And uh, I hope you are blessed in 2023, 2023, and hopefully you stay sharp. And if um, my challenge to you would be to think about how you can invite somebody to one of our retreats and not only come, but maybe take a leap of faith and invite a friend or a neighbor or a colleague or someone who you think might be blessed by coming to one of our 24 hour retreats in 2023. Well, stay sharp and God bless.